the reason why this is so important is the three phases that we've given you is the bridge. The bridge is the transition. And so when you go from transition one, which was business as usual into crisis craziness, you needed a bridge now with stabilization. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are thrilled to be with you. You know, there's never been a more important time or better time to be a chiropractor. And there's never been a more important time to be a remarkable CEO. Now more than ever before, we need leaders and leadership to be decisive, to create clarity, to have certainty, and to advance with conviction. And docs, we hope and pray that as you continue to journey through this time, these times, these unprecedented days, these extraordinary times that we've been going through that you and your team are finding yourselves in a position of strength with perspective. And we hope that these episodes of these podcasts have been a blessing to you. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome to the Remarkable CEO podcast. We're so honored and thrilled to have you with us. And if you are a regular listener, just grateful to be journeying with you in this capacity. And we've covered in the previous weeks and episodes coming up to this We've really drilled down on the plan and the strategy for navigating through times of crisis. And it's just been a really powerful conversation to have, Doc. And we've just been hearing so many amazing and helpful feedback from docs like you who are listening to this program. So thank you so much for that. And today's conversation is going to, I believe, continue to support you in your role as the CEO, because right now it's absolutely important that you step in and step up as the CEO of your business. And I know so many of you have. Now is the time to continue with this. And I hope that as a result of this season, we all actually advance in our capacity and in our character as CEOs and leaders within our organization. Because in times like this, it's the leaders that are going to be developed and forged during this time. And so I pray and hope that all of us are going to advance and come out of this so much further ahead. And so I'm really looking forward to digging into how we can navigate transitions and do it with remarkable precision, accuracy, and remarkable outcomes. Yeah. One of the operational constructs of the remarkable practice is we always approach things from the heart, head, hands, feet approach, right? So the heart is the why, the big why behind this. The head is like, what does it look like? The hands is show me how to do it. The feet is like, okay, let's run, let's go. Let's role play. Let's implement. Let's put this into play. So, you know, the heart right now, I think for, for a lot of docs, uh, you, if you're like me, you can vacillate between, man, grit, gratitude and inspiration to just pissed off and frustrated, right? So it's like, oh man, this thing's going on around us and around me. And it's like, I feel like I've, you know, I've, I've lost some of the control and influence on the trajectory of my business. And man, it's easy to get your, you know, get your, get heavy hearted around this sort of thing. But, you know, I'm going to encourage you to please just don't spend a lot of time there, right? It's time to just pull out of that and spend all the time in focusing on where we do have influence, right? So what we know is 
on, on the other side of this thing, we're going to come out of this stronger. I like to say this ain't nothing but a fever, right? For those who have children, you know that on the other side of a fever, your kids are walking better, talking better, right? So we're going to be stronger and smarter on the other side of this thing. This thing's a workout, right? So those heavy deadlift workouts, right? Those Metcons, the you know, kipping pull-ups and burpee combinations, right? It's this is the assault bike of business, right? So for the for my CrossFitters out there, man, don't you just love to hate that freaking thing, right? So, you know, on the other side of this thing, we're going to be laying on the floor making sweat angels, huffing and puffing and being like, man, that was awesome. But it was awful while we were going through it, right? So just that's my visual for you guys today. I just want to get your hearts right because we're going to get into your head here uh, as we talk about, you know, the CEO's role in wartime, like right now, right? So everyone on your team, everyone in your practice, frankly, everybody in your community is desperately looking for leadership. And, you know, the table stakes for leadership is certainty, right? So you've got to show up here with total certainty and clarity around, all right, this is what's important now, and this is what's important next. So we've laid out for you a plan, a resurgence plan, a full-on action plan that's a three-phase action plan. For the sake of this conversation, for context, this, is, this conversation is going to apply 10 years from now, right? But for right now, for the sake of this conversation, let's focus on Q2 2020, second quarter 2020, as we're just moving through this COVID crisis, this distraction bomb that has hit your business and hit our businesses and hit everybody's businesses around the world. We need an action plan. So let's bring some structure to the chaos so that we can focus on the things that we can influence and shift our attention away from the things that we can influence. So right now, this is what's important now. We've got month one, month two, month three of this Phoenix plan. Month one is all about stabilization. Month two is about reactivation. Month three is about mobilization, right? So stabilization, stabilizing your business. That means stabilizing you, Doc, as the leader, stabilizing your team, and then stabilizing your active patient base. The second month, let's call it May 2020, is going to be about reactivation, doubling back and going to get those people that have been bumped out of the raft during this corona distraction. And then we're going to move into mobilization, which it's now time to get back out into your community and step into that leadership gap, that information gap that's been left in the wake of this media storm, right? So people are going to be looking for a better way to better health. Thought leaders, business owners, decision makers are going to say, does anybody have a better plan than stay at home and wash your hands? and hope and pray that they find a vaccine, no hugs and high fives, right? So people are going to be looking for a better way to better health. And they're going to be looking for some new ideas where they can mitigate their risk and reduce their exposure. And we're going to show up with that plan. So month one, month two, month three, this is the Phoenix plan. So doc, we live and we die in transitions. I first heard that in 2012 when I went to a leadership conference at the, at the time was the fastest growing church in North America. And they had in a very short period of time over a period of about five or six years, they had just blown up and they went from one campus and, you know, no people to six campuses in, in a city. And then they were literally being spread through virtual around the country and around the world. And m- one of my takeaways from that leadership conference was they were talking about the details of the transitions and all the different transitions that happen within a given service on any given Sunday. And, you know, we, we've talked a lot about sports and I think that works really well for us. We, we, we love sports, but I also, I also really resonate with the transitions that happen in, in church having, you know, spent 
quite a bit of my my life also in that world. And then also we put on live events in our practices. We put on live events with the remarkable practice. And so we understand the sensitivity of the smallest transition, just terrible. And it can ruin an event. It can just suck all the energy out of a room. And I mean, you could lose your entire audience in just a moment. It's just so sensitive. And they were talking about how important it is. And they said, listen, we focus and we train. Most of our team spends most of our time actually training and preparing for the transition. We'll be back to our conversation with Dr. Steven right after this. Now more than ever, you must be on your A game. Doc, as we move out of the dark ages of this corona catastrophe, let's ready ourselves to move into the mobilization stage and start marketing again. Are you and your team ready to be seeing a surge of new patient prospects? If you're like most chiropractic practices, you may be a little out of shape when it comes to your day one, day two, day three process and procedures. We've all been a little bit focused on other things. Let us help you get back in shape so that you can bring your A game to your new patients and don't blow it for them. Remember, you can only help the ones you can convert. We are going to make this easy for you and your team. The Remarkable Conversion Immersion is an intensive two-day training on our proven new patient conversion process as a virtual live streaming training event June 12th and 13, 2020. During this virtual live training event, we will show exactly what to do and how to do it. Discover the proven system that thousands of successful chiropractic teams have been using all around the world for years and is working now, today, better than ever. This is a live streaming training event, so you can train from the comfort of your home or even better, get your team together and train from your office. No flights or hotels or expensive meals. All the awesome TRP coaches, the TRP tribe, and the best new patient conversion training available in chiropractic. And you get to stay home with your family and sleep in your own bed. Since COVID-19 crisis restrictions, we've been delivering our TRP immersions as live streaming virtual events, and the feedback has been off the charts. When you register now, you get 66% off tickets for yourself and your team while the seats last. The seminar is regularly $29.97, and when you attend a live venue, it's now available for only $9.97 because we'll be streaming live, and we are extending our event savings back to you. The 2020 Remarkable Conversion Virtual Immersion, June 12th and 13th, will be streaming online live. Go to www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash conversion dash immersion to get your tickets now. Get 66% off for you and your team when you register now. These virtual immersions are incredible. Join this group of successful chiropractors who are eager to help you in an ego-free environment and get the tools that you need to accelerate your practice this year. And now back to our conversation. We don't spend as much time in the body of the actual event because once we get playing, like the band is good. It's the moments before they get on, the transition between songs, transition between band and speaker, when they finish and the transition off. And then when you're transitioning things, you know, virtually and you're actually broadcasting it, like there's just a lot of layers to that. 
why am I saying this? Well, because we live and die in transitions. Now, when you came into Q2 2020, <laughs> if you were like me and like Dr. Steven, we had our, our trajectory. It was a straight line. <laughs> no transitions in there. No transition in sight except keep stepping up. We're just going to get bigger and better and faster. And all of a sudden, right? Transition. We went from business as usual to shutdown. And what we've identified is there's really four transitions that we went from zero to four transitions in a flash. And so as leaders, it's absolutely critical that we see and understand this framing. So the first transition was business as usual, or we're cruising into 2020 Q2, all of a sudden shutdown. Then what happens? So things start to just tank, right? Things start to fall apart. The, the boat is getting rattled. We're taking out water. We're sinking. What's going on? So then what happened is you're in this, this crisis craziness and we're, in, we're all caught in the middle of it. You're in it. We're in it. We've been in it. Crisis craziness. So what was the first thing that we said? Hey guys, hey, we need to stabilize, right? We stabilized. So that was the first transition was going from business as usual to shutdown. That's the trend. That was a transition. The second transition was going from this crisis craziness into we got to stabilize this thing. We've got to we've got to get this stabilized, right? So we did that. The third transition is going from okay, we're in stabilization, but we can't live in stabilization. We got to get we got to get going. We got to keep moving. So it's going from stabilization to reactivation. That's a transition. Well, we're not always going to live in reactivation phase. We're not going to live in that forever. We got to go back. We got to get mobile. We got to get back out there. We got to keep going, right? So then the the fourth transition is you go from reactivation into mobilization. So there's actually four transitions. So the reason why this is so important is the three phases that we've given you is the bridge. The bridge is the transition. And so when you go from transition one, which was business as usual one to crisis craziness, you needed a bridge and that was stabilization. To go from stabilization into, re, into, re, into the next stage, you've got to go through reactivation. And to go from reactivation to the next stage, you go through mobilization. So the three-stage plan is actually the bridge, the bridge of the transition, which is where you live or you die. So, Doc, it's so important that, and we understand because we have, we have visibility globally. We've been, we're very fortunate to have visibility into practices and businesses on Northern hem and, and Southern hemispheres all around the globe. And we know that many of you who listen to this podcast are not in North America, even though we are. So the timing of this and the exact dates and all that, that's different. It, it differs between region. It differs between state, even in North America. It differs between regions around the world. We get that. But what we also, but we, we understand is though, that the three stages and the transitions that we're going through, those apply equally across the board to all of us. So it's absolutely critical as a CEO that you speak to your team in this way and you continue to cast this vision and let them know, guys, here's what's happened. Here's what's happening. Here's what I believe is needs to happen. Cast that vision and create the frame. You got the four transitions and you've got the three stages and it's absolutely critical that we lead through it. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. 
Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So as you were speaking, Dr. Pete, I brought my calendar up. I brought my schedule up looking back at this past week, this week, okay, this week, looking back because I want doctors to know that, you know, even in the best of times as a chiropractor, you can feel like you're on an island, like you're by yourself, right? So even in the best of times, and that can be rough, even when things are rocking, right? So in times like this, I want you to know that you are not alone. Okay. So this is not a, your state, fill in the blank, your state problem, right? This is not a New Hampshire problem. This is not a Florida problem, Pete, right? This is not a United States of America problem. This is not a North America problem, right? This is a global issue. So just this week, I mean, I can't do this justice, but I spoke to doctors probably in every state in this country. I spoke to doctors in Mexico, in Canada. I spoke to doctors all over Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Singapore, Vanuatu, we have doctors in Guam, right? So I'm telling you right now, all over Europe, Stockholm, Sweden, right? So, I mean, you name it, we are speaking to doctors all over the world. That's just this week, okay? So we want you to know that you are not alone. Everybody's in the same space. And this is the law of the jungle, what we're teaching right now. This is not an American thing. This is not an Australian thing or a Canadian thing. This is a CEO thing, okay? So what you have to understand is you are the orchestra you know, I mean, you're the leader of this orchestra, right? So you've got to recognize that everyone's got eyes on you and they want to know what's important now and what's important next, right? So this, the laws of transition are just so critical and we've got to go back to our CEO productivity algorithm that we covered from months and months back. It applies today more than ever, right? So it's player, it's, it's excuse me, plan, prepare, execute, and assess, so if you're a note taker, you want to write that down right now. In fact, you want a blank piece of paper for what we're about to go through, okay? So this is where we're getting into the head. So you've got to be able to recognize that those are the stages of how you are committing your time. So first you plan, then you prepare, then you execute, then you assess, okay? So this is how you're committing your time as a CEO. And what I want you to recognize is that this is an upward spiral. First you plan, then you prepare, then you execute, then you assess, which informs your next planning. Okay, so we go upward spiral as a CEO. And here's the truth is a big part of execution as an owner operator was as a chiropractor leaning over bodies, adjusting patients, right? That was what execution meant to you. As a CEO, a good deal of execution is delegation, right? So you're going to be leveraging your team. You're going to get smaller while your team gets bigger, right? So you're going to be delegating. A good deal of your execution is going to be delegation. So I want you to keep that in mind as we talk you through this transition through the three stages of the Phoenix plan. So going into second quarter, we found ourselves in March with this nuclear bomb of distraction going off around the world, right? So what we recognize, as Dr. Pete just outlined, is we went from business as usual to holy crap, right? So there was a derailing of everyone's business. So there was this moment of chaos where we said, okay, first thing we've got to do is stabilize. So in March, we went from this chaotic state to a stabilization state. So what we needed to do very quickly, we had to plan and prepare and begin to execute, right? So we had to plan, prepare to stabilize and then begin to stabilize the business. And we dedicated the first month of the quarter to stabilization, which meant that we had to get our team ready 
to focus on and execute stabilization activities, right? So in other words, stabilize our base of active patients, right? So that's the team's assignment, okay? So you spent March as a CEO getting that organized, getting the team ready to execute stabilization in April. So now the team's focused on stabilization in April. You as the CEO, you've got to make a shift. Mentally now, you've got to pivot and you've got to say, okay, so I need to plan and prepare for what we're going to do in May. So meanwhile, your team, you've delegated to your team and now they're doing stabilization activities in April, the first month, first phase. You as the CEO, you've got to jump into planning and preparing. So you have to assess how the stabilization is going, which informs your planning and preparing for the next stage, which is going to be reactivation. Then we're going to shift into May. So in May, your team is going to stack their responsibilities. We're going to keep stabilizing and we're going to stack the execution of reactivation on top of those activities. And then USDC, guess what? It's time for you to assess and then plan and prepare for what's coming in the next month, which is June. And that's where the focus will shift. The team's focus will shift to mobilization. So once you get into mobile into, into June, the third month, the third stage of the Phoenix plan, then we're going to stack mobilization on top of stabilization, reactivation, and then it's mobilization and all three activities would be going on. So Dr. Pete, this is the beauty of transitions. Everybody's got their role to play and Doc, as the CEO, you're the one that has to stay ahead of the whole thing. Yeah, I think this is so important, Doc, that I love how you're laying this out and if, if y'all could just see a picture of this, it would be really, really helpful because as we talk through this and we've created these infographics, as Doc is holding it up right now, if you're, if you're watching this episode um, of the stacking, it's just so powerful to actually have the visual. But you got to understand there's, there's just a concept that you said, Doc, is so important that I think we need to um, just press in a little bit, which is that as the CEO, regardless of whether we were in a crisis... Okay. Regardless of whether we were going through this time right now, your role is to, at all times, remember we said you're what's important now, you're focusing there and focusing your team and what's important next. You're also there. So you don't get the luxury of just being in what's important now. That's owner, operator, head down, bum up mindset. The CEO says, I need to gain perspective. I have to become, right? The question is, who do I need to become as the CEO? That leadership question. Well, you, who do you need to become is someone who sees now and also is looking forward so that you can direct your troops and saying, hey, team, when we get up to the, the it's, it's another mile and then we're going to go left because I've been up ahead and I've looked. And if we go right, there's a cliff. We're not going right. So we've been up ahead and we're going to go left when we get up ahead because here's what I've seen. Why? Well, because you've gone out and you've gotten counsel. You've looked ahead. You've taken some time to study. You're, you're in the right conversations with people. You're seeing this is what's coming, right? So a lot of that got a little bit derailed because of all this. But what you've done during this time is you've been focused on what's important now. And maybe you don't see a mile ahead. Maybe it's just 100 yards. You're just gonna, we're just going to go 100 yards at a time. But you're looking ahead. For the CEO, this is an activity. This is a character. These are attributes of the leader, CEO all the time. This applies three years from now, this same truth applies. So what we're learning now, I hope, Doc, is we're developing some level of fitness in this. We talk about it's about fitness, right? And so we want to develop some skill sets now because some of you maybe, maybe we've, we've, we've dabbled with it. Maybe we've, we've kind of 
you know, done a little bit of this, but right now it's like, man, I have to do this. So maybe this has been one of the blessings, right? In the midst of this, this challenge, this has been the opportunity for you in the midst of this opposition to develop the skills and develop this capacity and develop, start to develop this, you know, attribute to be able to have the disciplines of looking ahead and having a strategy and a plan. So what you said was while the team has been equipped to execute in the appropriate season that you're in, whether it's the stabilization, the reactivation or mobilization stage, you as a CEO are keeping your team equipped and empowered in there while you are looking ahead to the next stage, the next season. And this is so important because as CEO, this is why many don't don't do this. It's because you have to discipline yourself to do that. You have to empower and equip a team of leaders to be able to execute and execute well. And this goes back to all of the previous times we've talked about the delegation methodology. If you didn't listen to that series, go back and listen to the delegation methodology series because now we have to really be excellent at delegating. We have to be excellent at training. We have to be excellent at meeting and reporting. We have to be excellent now. And so again, we're being exposed right now, all of us in the areas of where we have weakness or we're challenged. So the good news is, is that this plan applies now and these ways of being apply well into the future. So what I wanted to just unpack just for a minute, Doc, I'll throw it back to you, which was when you transition from the stabilization stage into the reactivation stage, you are still in the stabilization stage, right? You are still, you're not in the stage, but you're still stabilizing, okay? You continue to stabilize through reactivation. You continue to stabilize through mobilization. So if I'm the CEO, what am I going to do? I have a member of my team. I have reporting on my scoreboard. I have reporting in my meetings that's actually looking at stabilization. I'm looking at numbers and data that's saying, are we still stable? Have we stabilized the base? Are we foundationally stable? I'm looking, I'm at visibility that for the next months ahead, I want to see how we're doing with stabilization. Reactivation, same thing. When we redeployed reactivation, okay, continue to report on that for the next weeks and weeks and weeks and months even. Where are we at with the reactivations? Where are we at with reactivations? This isn't just during the month of May, we are doing reactivation. No, no, no. We have, we launched it. We are executing it in May and continually until, until when? Until we decide, okay, that's enough. So that's for you as, as a CEO to decide. The way we laid out the plan was you have the MIA reactivation, which is the immediate what's important now. And then you have the PAP reactivation, which is what's important next. That's the next group that we're going to dig into. And that actually parlays beautifully into the mobilization stage, which is where we go back out into the community. So we're, as a CEO, we're executing on stabilization. Our team is executing on reactivation and, re- and we're executing on mobilization simultaneously by the time we get towards the end of this, which is where you need and we need great leadership, great vision, great clarity to be able to have everyone succeed in this. Yeah. And that's the, the the power of the term stacking, right? So there, there are different business terms that we're using here. Um, there's stacking versus straddling, right? So straddling would be, I've got my foot in two different places when I'm stretching myself one way versus the other in two positions. 
what we're doing is we're mastering a skill set of what they call taking a beachhead and then adding another one on top of it, right? So you're, it's an aggregate effect in your business, right? So you're not moving from one to the next, but the transition, you're actually adding another or stacking, right? So we maintain our stabilization efforts and activities, and then we add our reactivation activities and efforts on top of that, right? So think of it as stacking, not straddling, okay? So Let's take this from the theoretical to the practical as give some examples, right? So, you know, when you're in stabilization, knowing that you're going to be moving into reactivation, how do you do this well? Like what's important now and what's important next? What's important now in stabilization is we stabilize our activation base. In other words, let's focus on the people that are showing up. Focus on the 60% of your patients that are showing up, not the 40% of people that are not showing up. So that means your present time consciousness, what you're focused on. You're grateful, you're present, and you're focused on the people that are showing up. This is the time when we lean into our relationships. Now, does that mean we discard and ignore the people that are not showing up? Absolutely not. That's what's going to be important next. We're going to want to reactivate them, right? So then we have a methodology during stabilization that says, let's make sure that we're tracking and capturing. We create a report. It's called the missing in action report where we're capturing those people and, we, and we're indicating why are they not coming in? What are their reasons? Is it number one, it's just chaos. Number two, is it, are they afraid to get an infection? Number three, is it a money issue? Or number four, are they just a rule follower who says, I'm not supposed to be there, right? So you create this report system that sets you up or prepares you to be able to do reactivation well. So remember, plan, prepare, execute, assess. So in the execution of stabilization, you're planning and preparing for the execution of reactivation. Guys, I hope you're taking notes on this. I know there's a lot of terminology being thrown around, but this is the law of the jungle. This is how you do it. You can't show up in June and say, hey, what phase are we in now? Mobilization? Looking around on June 1st? Okay. What does that mean? What are we going to do, guys? What are we going to do to mobilize? No way, man. You want to be in May planning and preparing, getting ready for the execution of what you're going to be doing in June for mobilization, right? So what does that look like? So in May, when you're in your reactivation phase, you want to be planning and preparing for the mobilization, getting back out into the marketplace. So what would that look like? Maybe that's starting your lists of like your hot leads, your warm leads, and your cold leads as far as what are my leads to sp- for speaking outside of the practice or delivering dedicated webinars, right? So that'd be an example of a preparation, right? So you're planning to get outside the practice. You're going to do dedicated webinars or you're going to do live events, right? So you're planning for that. You're preparing by preparing a list of leads that you're going to be executing on in June. Dr. Pete, This is the law of the jungle. The CEO's role is to say, this is what's important now, and this is what's important next, and then to point everybody's time, energy, focus to the appropriate activity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.